Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Whether you're the type who loves to bet on sports or maybe you're only playing for the first time, either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code DRINKINBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie welcome to drinking bro sports we got a legend in the house a mm. uh, legend in the house matt Leinart is here and and when i say legend matt i i really want to start with the hollywood days first before of, of course of course you do of course you do afterlife <laughs> yeah uh, look i was there i was there when you were you were a superstar at usc i try to tell people all the time that it was so much different for you guys than everyone else because you guys were going, I would see you at Hollywood parties that I was like, wait, what? I mean, you were going to like celebrity <laughs> parties for like actors and shit. And I was like, dude, shouldn't you be on campus raging? I mean, you guys were hitting Sunset Strip pretty hard. We, yeah, so um, here, here's the thing. USC is not, I mean, I'm sure you guys, I don't know if you guys went to USC or been there, but it's not a college town. It's not a college area. So there's not uh, a lot to do yeah. um, around town other than go to the 90, the old 901 club, which we used to uh, get after pretty good there. And then, you know, fraternity row where there was, there was parties or whatever, but to go out, out, um, we would always, you know, we'd get out to Hollywood and we really didn't go out as often as people think probably just, especially during the season, hardly ever. Um, but man, I'll tell you what, because of that time. And, and as you said, like we, there was no NFL team there. UCLA wasn't good. Yep. Uh, the, I was telling everyone the Dodgers were always okay, but couldn't win. <laughs> Excuse me. The Lakers, I think Shaq had just left. So it was just Kobe's team and Lakers were kind of on a downward spiral at that time. So we were, we were like the team and I'll tell you what, Pete Carroll embraced the Hollywood factor as well as, as anybody could. He loved having those types of people at practice around the team, um, as long as it didn't distract us, and it never did. But when we went out, I mean, we had, uh, you know, boys that ran, and that was like when the club scene was huge. Like that was before, yeah, that was before uh, social media. Mm -hmm. I think Facebook had just come out in like 03, but it was before like the camera phone and all that. And that's when all of like, I always laugh with some of my buddies who, you know, were like, like celebrity friends, I guess, who became really good friends. Like, that era, like everybody was out, like A-listers were out and we were not that, but I'm talking like, you know, DiCaprio is at the table and all like next to us and all these people. And like nowadays, obviously we're all older. Those are that, that kind of era, but nowadays hardly anyone goes out anymore because of what you have to deal with and, um, you know, protecting your image and all that kind of stuff. But man, I'll tell you what, we had a freaking blast, um, we, we, we went hard, but we also showed up on the field every week. So no one can ever say that, you know, what we, it's funny. The question I get asked all the time was like, like, how crazy was it? What was it like? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like it was normal for us. And, and I, I don't mean that in an arrogant way. It, the, the, the way we were living, the way we were playing, that's all we knew. Like Pete Carroll did such a great job of, of creating that type of atmosphere where hey, you guys can have fun, but, but come Saturday, we're going to bust your ass. And that's what we did every week. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of how, uh, not not to compare the two, but it kind of reminds me of how Phil Jackson dealt with uh, 
this is an extreme example, but how he dealt with Rodman <laughs> in those last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, Rodman, they're in the middle of a series, and Rodman's like, dude, I got to go to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, because with you guys. But like, he did it, and they won, right? Yeah, because with you guys, Matt, I mean, shit. It, it was during that era, you guys were rock stars because your team was so good. Yeah, I think you, were in, you guys were as famous in the sports world as any professional athlete or team out there, frankly. USC football was like, that, that, that was on par with the Yankees Red Sox rival and all that shit that was going on. Yeah, there. and I mean, there was even a poll yesterday in Drinking Bros Sports that was posted, I think, I think by Fox or somebody else that was listing the most exciting uh, college athletes of all time in college football, and they had Reggie Bush at number one. Um, you know, I, again, when I, when I was seeing you guys out, the weird thing for me was the celebrities were amped to meet you guys because of how good your team was, so they treated you as if you were Los Angeles' NFL team, uh, and they were meeting an NFL team because they knew you guys were all going to the NFL and going to be superstars and everything like that. Um, on my end, you know, I, I went to Ohio State, and it was way different because it is a college town. Therefore, when a football pay- player came to, like, a, a campus party, everybody knew who they were and swarmed them and everything else, mm-hmm. whereas you guys just blended in with the Paris Hiltons and the Kim Kardashians and all that other stuff. Um, it, it was a wild thing to see in person. And, uh, uh, and then you played great on the field, like you were saying, and, and backed it all up. What is your favorite memory from that time? Well, gosh, I mean, uh, well, on the field, I mean, God, man, we, I mean, it was just like the orange bowl whooping Oklahoma that year was incredible um that bush push game which everyone remembers was yeah. just cra- cra- you know cra- crazy moments in usc history you know because obviously um you look at the the teams and the players that came before us like like i mean there's legendary players like legendary teams some of the best teams to ever ever do it in college and some of the best players to ever play football mm-hmm. um and and just just really quick just to like the whole like celebrity thing like we had um like I guess fun memories and stories. So we always had like, like I'm sure you guys maybe seen the videos, but Snoop used to come out to our practice oh, yeah. all the time. And he was like a diehard Trojan. You know, he grew up in Long Beach, right mm-hmm. down the street. He became tight with like Lendell White and some of our teammates. Um, and he had, he had, he was starting his youth football league. So he was invested in football. He loved it. And, and he was an SC guy. So he'd come around all the time. He come and rap to us in our team meeting. Like just, we would <laughs> like our, our players would drop a beat and he would just, he would just flow and freestyle. Like it was just, but it was the crazy thing was like, by the way, I'm always like, anytime that like I'm to, to this day, it was like, it's so cool for me, you know, but it did become like normal, man. Cause like, as you said, like the celebrities wanted just as much to do with us, I think just because as you guys said, like we were that team in LA and in that era as, as much as we wanted to, Hey, hang out with them. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story. So I, I, right after I won the Heisman, so I won it in, in December 2004. I don't remember. It might have been January, February, uh, right after that. Um, the game, the rapper, the game, who also grew up, I think he grew up in Compton, right down, you know, right down the street, or well, uh, so. yeah, Compton, right down the street, like SC, face. and big SC fan mm-hmm. and great dude, like great dude. And but he, I mean, he's like, he's like, you know, like he's he's in it, you know what I mean? So like, he hit me up and asked me to be in one of his music videos and um i was like uh are you kidding me of course so i went and he wanted the heisman there too so i went to i think it was the sony lot over up in uh, culver city or culver city yeah and i went and i took brandon hans who's a backup quarterback who's my best friend today uh and i took lendell white our, our other running back who was was my boy and 
um, I was like, I gotta be honest, man. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know what to wear. Like, you know, like, do I, like, my boy was like, dude, just wear neutral colors. Cause you, I don't know, man. These like, people are hardcore. <laughs> and, uh, so, and that was true. So I think I wore, I wore just like black and gray or whatever. I thought you meant for and, the, uh, I thought you meant for the music video, but you're, no, you're, you're you talking can, about you the also, gang, You can also include just getting, no, just, building. just like, yeah, you, you just, you, you just, you just wear the neutral color. So I was like, and Lindell was laughing at me. So anyway, so we get there and, we go in a trailer and I don't know, it was a couple of his boys and like Dr. Dre is kind of walking by like on the lot. I, I just said like, what up to him? Um, and I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I, you know, obviously I love hip hop. I love all music. But at that time, like the game was just like, he was blowing up and we sat in his trailer and it was like me, him, my, my boys and maybe two other guys. And um, they're just smoking. Like the whole mm-hmm. thing is getting smoked out. I'm sitting there like, and imagine like a nice, like, you know, like a, like a trailer if you're on set for something. Right. So we're mm-hmm. sitting in this trailer and I've got the Heisman right next to me. And, and, uh, just like he just, they're like, they're like going off. Like they couldn't believe it was like the Heisman trophy. Right. They're right. like, Dude, this is so cool and all this stuff. And anyway, so we're, we're just, just talking and shit for a couple hours. And then we do the music video and, Baron Davis uh, was there. He was he was filming in the video. I think Serena Williams. It was the Dreams video, so you guys oh, probably know. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like Ser- Serena Williams was in it. All those things. A um, couple people that time. Anyway, so I filmed my scene. I had a gray hoodie on. I like come out of this smoke and all this stuff, and the Heisman's Heisman's there, and uh, it was badass. And then um, he started filming some of his other scenes for that that uh, music video. So we watched it. Long story short, I, I, my part never made the cut, man. So I was never in the music video, but I have that story where I was just chilling with game. Dre's walking by. <laughs> I was in a hip hop video. I, I was in it. I promise I was in it. I just didn't make the edit. But um, that was like the kind of stuff like 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 we did, man. Like I hung out one time uh, one night with Cypress Hill in a club. Um, which was pretty darn cool. So yeah, um, I, I smoked of, weed with him one night, and it was that was a mistake. Yeah, that's always a mistake. That man. was you a don't, mistake for you me. Don't, there's, there's no point. Like, are you gonna go uh, run track against Usain Bolt or some shit? No, dude. No. Let that dude own that space. Cat Williams yeah. tells a, Cat Williams oh. tells a great story about that. He was on some show with Snoop back in the day. And uh, he was uh, Snoop was like, "Hey, do you guys want to smoke?" And he's like, "All right, sure." He's Cat Williams. Just smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he starts passing blunts around and. Uh, Cat Williams keeps getting another one every time he takes a hit. He goes, what is this? He goes, apparently the guy that rolls blunts for Snoop yes. has a job. He makes $60,000 a year doing it. And yep. rolled one for everybody in the room. <laughs> yeah. And they were just passing awesome. around. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I Mine was more embarrassing. I actually offered him, like, my shitty weed versus whatever this moon rock he had. And he looked at me and he was like, bro, no. How dare uh, you? Yeah, <laughs> and he pulled out his own. And then he, he was like, we're, we're smoking mine. Like, I have the best. I'm, I'm be real from Cypress Hill. That's a very crocodile yeah, Dundee. Dude. That's not a knife situation. You know what I mean? I, well, I was stunned by it because my, I was at uh, another actor friend of mine's house. And uh, she said, hey, when the door rings, like, it's, it's a buddy of mine. He's going to be here and going to hang out with us tonight. She did not say who it was. So I answered the door and it just happened to be be real. That's not a name you should forget to be like, right. oh, hey, yeah. my buddy's coming over. <laughs> and it's be he's real. He's a from- legend, man. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, do you don't want to tell me it was be real? She's like, oh, well, I've known him. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't think anything about it. And I was just like, shit. Thanks. That's super helpful. How did your scene get cut is what I don't understand. I know those music video shoots. It would have been super I- easy to pop that in. 
Honestly, I think Baron. I, I don't know. I think Baron got cut off too. So yeah, Baron's on it. Uh, I just, I just yeah, watched I don't the think, whole I don't, thing. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he. I think it was Serena and I don't know. Maybe you guys pull up whoever else. But um, this true story. I was there. Um, I was. I did whatever he did. I just didn't make the cut. But uh, man, I will tell you what, there were so many just. And he went to games a lot. Um, gosh, I mean, it just. Uh, it dude, it was fun, man. Like, I got. I mean, it was a fun time. We, it's so funny because like I always say, I even just said it, but it's like, you know, we didn't really party as much as people thought. Like, like we, like we went out like normal 19, 20 year old kids. We just were happening to like running around with people who were like, you know, celebs and people who were in, on TV and, and music and all of this. And it just, like I said, man, it was just, it was normal for us. I, it's so funny, actually. The frats, so like the fraternities hated us. Oh, so yeah, because yeah. um, you're drawing attention away from I mean, all the parties. Well, you're right? taking yeah, all I the mean, girls. Yeah, you show up, and I mean that's no what it's all about. Not all, not all of them. Like not all of them. A handful, <laughs> but like they, they wouldn't. And some of some of the frats wouldn't let us in the parties. Um, and you know they thought we were arrogant. And again, like you said, like they just they didn't want us coming there and 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 just pick of the litter you know they didn't want us to come in there and, and party with them i guess but yes, you got to keep uh, so that's part, that's part of the reason why we'd go out and uh you know in hollywood and god we had some good nights yeah let me i need to address uh some things that are happening right now the first <laughs> one is uh the taylor swift picture i see back there all right so yeah, yeah let's, I just wanna, let's break down why swifty's back on the wall yeah. i i get do, it do that and then talk, talk and then to mamba me. mentality yeah. and if it's what i think it is and how they, you and i could be on the same page then yeah. if that's what i think it is i have a guess it's, it, it's definitely not because this is my older son's room i mean so <laughs> yeah so you're like, how, wait how old is how old by the way like this it's a, it's a not a bed made here but this is oh boy i'm telling you my wi-fi is so bad and this is the only other room because he does his zoom in here so he's mm. a big swifty and uh i mean he just loves taylor he's a big kobe i got i'll show you guys i got the kobe jersey right there oh, gonna yeah. get hung up yeah um, is that picture still over here yeah that? so uh that's that's uh the, i don't want to show you the rest of the room because it's a disaster but that's yeah. why i'm in here so no but, no backstory so I'm how, in my son's room. how old is how old's the son so he's 14. He's eighth grade. Um, yeah. So you're on the same totally. emotional level as an eighth grader. Yeah. We just discovered that. Thank you for helping. Well, out no, I, here, here's my guess. So, I, dude, I, love, I like Taylor Swift too. So mm-hmm. I mean. I, I have I have kids, yeah. so it, it makes sense yeah. um, as well. But uh, I, I thought, because I've talked about this on, on another show before, the, it's not cool to say you love Taylor Swift. However, you cannot deny her work ethic. And to me, it is uh, d- dead serious. It is on par <laughs> with Kobe Bryant's. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I thought it was. I thought it was your place. And you're like, all right, because for, in order for her to bang out as many hits as she has, like you've got to live in inside the studio. And I watched that doc with my son over Christmas, uh, that came out on Disney and dude, she's a gangster, man. Uh, Just ponytail tied back, no makeup sweats on and just pounding out hit after hit after hit till four or 5. AM in that documentary. And I was like, her, her work ethic matches up with Kobe Bryant's. Um, I, that was my correlation there, but, uh, well, see, yeah. So, well, one, like Kobe, man, like obviously just rest in peace. Like I, I got to know him a little bit over the years. He's like, hand, like Tom Brady to me is like my favorite, obviously being a quarterback, but I just love Tom Brady. Um, always have. And then Kobe was like just the next level, obviously. And, um, like my son, you know, like, it's just like, he's just someone, the two guys that I idolize and I didn't care. I'm a grown man. And I, I'll idolize those guys. 
forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as you talk about Taylor Swift, like the thing I appreciate about people and that people who are at the top of their profession, it's like, she's a goat, man. Like she's, she's like, like you watch that documentary and you see, and I love, I'm literally like the worst. I I can't sing. I can't hold a tune. I'm not musically not inclined, obviously, but I respect and appreciate music and musicians so much. And when you watch that, as you said, and you remember some of the scenes where she's like, she's, she, and she's a phenomenal writer, obviously, mm-hmm. but like she starts coming up with the, the melody in her head and then she's playing the piano and she's singing these songs. And all of a sudden, six months later, it's like blank space. And it's mm-hmm. these songs that are just like, Bangers. damn, that's how you came up with that in like 30 seconds. It's like, I watched uh, the other day, I watched the Biggie documentary, um, which just was incredible. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah. It just came out. Just watched um, it on Netflix. Yeah. 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 And that, and that was like, gosh, man, like you just think about like, just people are just like, they're just legendary. Like, like to be able to do that kind of stuff. And like, it it makes me jealous, but yeah. So that's, that's the backstory that my, my son loves Kobe. He's a, he's a hooper and a football player, but loves basketball. And uh, he's not afraid to admit that he loves Taylor Swift as well. Yeah. Look, Kobe's my dude. Cause I was, I was in LA all those years um, that you were there uh, as well. And uh, I grew up, you know, essentially with Kobe. He came yep. to, to Los Angeles pretty much the same year I did. And then uh, ironically, my first job was at the brand new opening of the Staples Center. I was a waiter there as I was, you know, trying to make it as an actor and all that stuff. And uh, there was a guy out on the court, um, you know, I was working on boxes at the other end, kind of setting them up pregame, but it was super early. Um, and he was shooting by himself uh, with a guy who was, who was kind of retrieving balls for him. And I asked the manager, I was like, who is that? And, uh, and they were like, it's Kobe Bryant. And, uh, and they're like, look, don't be surprised. You're going to see him in here early every single time. Yeah, Steph Curry's the same way. That's, people seem to think that there's some aura of, of magic around these people. Like, yeah, athletic right. ability is what it is, but you don't become Steph Curry unless you are in the gym at three years old jacking up three-pointers. You, you got to create it. Yeah. Like he, he's yeah. Hit, after every practice, he shoots 100 threes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, a, that's kind of wild. It's, it's a joke. Um, and the Kobe was the same. Kobe was a thousand a day. I don't know. So, if, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if his was a thousand a day, and he was he pretty much stuck by that. But uh, sure enough, man, uh, you know, the year that I worked there, every day he was there first and last. And there yeah. was even some games where he came out of the locker room yeah. after the games were over, and he was shooting on his own if he had a bad game on the court, and everybody was gone. I mean, it was. Don't you think it's crazy weird how. Oh, especially over the last two or three years, all these conversations about the best basketball player ever have been happening, but his name gets mentioned less than Jordan or I know. LeBron. Well, I Kobe. think, in Matt, you can, you can back me up on this, but I think as the years go by with athletes in social media, it's what have you done for me now, and everybody forgets, and everybody's so quick to dawn the next GOAT that it's I mean, like, dude. Kobe did it with two entirely different teams first, right? And I think if the last I, dance the doc time, hadn't come out, I think right, the, the yeah. new generation would have forgotten about Michael Jordan. Now they can't. And, and I, that was my favorite part about that doc is now oh, they had we, to watch it and learn who the best was. Well, that exactly. That was like, like, and again, like I said, my son is a, he's, he's a, he's a really good basketball player, plays high level um, club and, and loves Giannis. And, and he, he was, he's just, you know, old enough and or young and old enough to know Kobe, obviously, like how great he was. But like when The Last Dance came out, I literally I watched it. I said, you need to watch this and appreciate greatness and appreciate why people say Jordan is the best of all time. And it was like and it, it reminded me, I'm like, damn, like even the Rodman story, like I I mean, guy, when in those era, I mean, I'm 37. So I was like 13, 14 years old. 
in the nineties and watching the bulls play. And I was always a Lakers fan, but like you forget those stories. And then you just realize like how competitive he was. Kobe was the same way. That's why like, 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 and I, but I also appreciate like Kareem and Wilt, but I didn't get a chance to watch those guys play. Um, but like Kobe to me, I think, I think Jalen Rose just came out who, who I love. Mm-hmm. I think he came out the other day. I saw it on, on Twitter. Something that like he has Kobe number seven all, on his all time list. And he was, I think he was getting criticized for that a little bit, which I think that's way too low. But um, yeah, Kobe I, got, was I, just, I got him at two. I got him at two yeah. online. I got I got Jordan, Kobe, and then LeBron. Um, and I'm I'm not a big LeBron fan, but you know, I have well, to. Yeah, but you're yeah. right. Just just with just with social media and and now and just it is it is kind of a what have you done for me lately or what's on in front of you. And you know, these kids will will grow up in 10, 20 years and they'll look back and, and they'll say, damn, like like Kobe was like there, there's a reason why he was the greatest. And um, you know, those guys like like I I used to work out with Tom Brady um, in LA years ago and um, probably like 2000. I don't know. I think I was still in Arizona. It's like 2008, 2009. And it was a group of us. And, and, and obviously you guys hear the stories and you know how meticulous he is with his training from everything. And dude, I work, I was working out with him. I'm like, Holy shit, man. Like this guy, he's a, he is a machine. Mm. Like, and, and, and I love, I love to, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but like good dude, man, just like good dude, just loves football, obviously and his family and that like pretty simple guy, to be honest with you. Um, but the way he worked and how meticulous he was like with his fundamentals. And this is after he had won already multiple championships. And I was like, gosh, man, like you, you have to be like wired different tiger, Kobe, Tom, you know, MJ in the sports where I mean, the list goes on and on, obviously, when you're looking at just the most iconic and the most legendary players. Uh, and that's, and you guys just talked about it. Like, I, I tell kids all the time, like I tell my son all the time, listen, man, you're talented. Talent's only going to get you a certain mm-hmm. place. And at Everybody's some point, yeah. <laughs> it's, at some point it's, it's the other things. It's how mentally tough are you? How, you, you know, you know, how hard are you working? All of those things. Cause a lot of people have the same talent you do. It's just, do you have more of that drive? and that motivation to be the best. And it, it's tough, man. It's tough. But um, I, I think we're in good hands. You know, obviously, uh, like as you mentioned, Steph, and then you see some of these guys and, and football guys. I mean, there's a lot of great role models out there. But, man, like, I wish people, you know, we're all probably in the same age group. Like, yeah. the, the 90s, you know, the, the the Celtics and the Bulls and the Pistons, like, the way they played, the Lakers. Like, man, that was, like, to me, real basketball. Like, yeah. I love, like, I love that. I think today's soft as hell, man. <laughs> Same, man. And I'll, I'll, I was telling Dan this. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it on for Steph Curry uh, and even Dame Lillard. I'll turn but it that's on. about it. Oh, yeah. I, I turn it on yeah. for John Morant, too, now, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. John Morant's man, great. That dude, yeah. I, just every fucking game. He, he's like if uh, – I, I don't even know how to explain the guy. He's just like a smaller LeBron like crazy hops really he's really smart about the way he plays you see him picking off passes very very be focused better, better shooter though too like, way he's, better he's, well, I mean, he's, he's smaller too, yeah, yeah he's a far more interesting skill set I, I agree with that i think uh everybody i mean zion got all the hype coming out of that draft class but i think that i'm already being proven right but i think john Morant's gonna have the better career for sure yeah right i will we'll see how zion does and if he can stay healthy in that body it's yeah. tough man if he can stay healthy yeah. in this body he's gonna fucking have a lot of success let's be real yeah, yeah. we'll see uh i, I kind of want to pivot here um because you've gone through this this is a, a the biggest week uh in the nfl besides opening week uh, obviously in the super bowl here draft week uh we do a huge draft show 
um, here at Drinking Bros Sports. When we go live, uh, last year's was... I lost my mind a little bit, and uh, we might have had to cut the feed for a couple minutes after that Falcons pick. I'm a, I'm a diehard Falcons fan. You went through this uh, with draft night and everything else. Uh, this year is a little different because top four could potentially be quarterbacks. Um, who do you got going where in the, in the top five? Yeah, this is uh, – well, you know, obviously I cover college football for Fox, so mm-hmm. I get a chance to really see these guys. Most of them, Trey Lance, you know, I didn't get to get watch a lot of it. I don't think any of us really got a lot uh, to watch him. But um, I, I think number one is solid- – I mean, I know number one is solidified. Trevor Lawrence going to going to the Jags with, with my boy, Coach Meyer, who just left us. But, uh, you know, he's the real deal, clearly. But after that, it's where – you know, and I think, you know, Zach Wilson – so the way I have my guys rated, I have – Trevor one, Fields two, Zach three, Mac four, and Trey Lance five. Um, and that's just my opinion. Obviously, it doesn't matter. But, um, you know, I think the Jets are picking Wilson. I think that's a done deal. You yep. know, they're, they're sold on him. They want him to run their franchise. I think he's uber talented. Um, but but I'm still – there's some question marks for me there. I think where – 49ers is basically where it gets interesting. I think that everyone knows that. They yeah. traded up, traded the farm to get their guy at three – um, I, I talked to some people I played. So I played in Shanahan's offense under Gary Kubiak in Houston, uh, the whole Mike Shanahan. I, I mean, unbelievable offense, man. Like, like the best offense in my opinion in the NFL, as far as being quarterback friendly and, and the way he gets guys open and all that. Um, and what I hear and what, what everyone else is hearing is like, they love Mac Jones. Like they love him. Oof. And yeah. And listen, I, I love Mac Jones too. Um, but uh, for me, like I'm, I'm all on Justin Fields. I might be a little biased because I, I covered him. I know him pretty well from Ohio State. Obviously, we, we were at Ohio State a bunch in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think I think he's, you know, at some point in football and we know this and it's the way the game's trending is you have to be able to you don't you don't necessarily have to because Tom Brady is the exception, but Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to do more than just have to be able to sit in the pocket. You have to sit in the pocket and throw. You have to. If you run around, like, you know, you go back to RG3 and even even Lauren, uh, Lamar Jackson, who I love, Lamar, super talented. And they just – and they kind of – they they have the right fit for him. But at some point, like, you have to you have to win from with the pocket. But the game is shifting to where, like, you have to be able to be mobile. You have to move around. Um, and that just creates so many challenges for defenses. And that's above kind of the X's and O's that we talk about, like, you can run a system, but can you take that offense to another level? And to me, that's what Justin Fields can do. That's what a kid like Trey Lance can do. I think at some point, I'm not sure he's ready. Um, even Trevor Lawrence can run around. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence is, is a much better athlete than, than people give him credit he's for. He's a big man, too. Um, yeah. yeah, and he's a big dude. Mac isn't that guy. I, I, I hate to say he's not athletic because, like, like dude, I, I was I – was, a non-athletic quarterback. I could dunk a basketball real easy. I was a really good baseball player. I'm a re- I was a really good, like, I was a great athlete. I just wasn't fast. Mm. Like Mac Jones, I know for a fact, cause I know Sarkeesian who coached him said, he's, he's a really good athlete. He's just not going to run around and, you know, run a four, four, make guys miss. Um, but a guy, but a guy that, with a body all, like that, how long does he maintain the ability to be that athletic without eventually getting into better, much, much better shape. You know what I mean? Because in your early 20s, it's one thing. Yeah. When you're 26, 27, you've been sacked about 100 times in your career. Then right. I think he's a, got a pretty hot body. That's because you have the <laughs> same one. He's, 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 
He looks like Ben hey, Askren Tom, walking Tom, into that Jake Paul fight Tom, last Tom, week. God, Ben Askren's body was terrible yeah, in that dude, fight. Man, uh, fuck. Tom, Tom Brady had a bad body coming out, too. That's I true. Mean, I, yeah. I just, That's true. Look, look I, think, I think you, like, I'm not worried about that. Like, the, the dude's a competitor um he's he he had a if you watch tape like i don't care how good the players were around him he was freaking he he was nasty he, he so makes this, his is throws, I, sure. this is this this is what i say it's like i love joe burrow i think joe burrow's a baller mm-hmm. i think he even proved last year uh, uh before he got hurt just okay this kid's a real deal and he's gonna be special if they can just protect him but joe burrow joe and joe burrow is a better athlete as far as he can run a little bit better than mac jones i'll give him that but like we didn't criticize Joe Burrow at all with the players he had: Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, the number one O line in, in the country that year. A nasty defense. I mean, you're talking about the team that they had, and he was the unquestioned number one yeah. pick, like Trevor Lawrence this year. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones is is like he had the same year Joe Burrow had. You know, maybe it's not many touchdowns, but like he had that type of year where it was just like, holy crap! Like mm-hmm. this dude is accurate. He's got a good arm. He knows, like, he's great against the blitz. He he throws guys open. Is into, he just has all of those traits, and he's a competitor. I know that for a fact. He does seem to see the um, field very well. I mean, that, he's just that, not, dude. He's just not. He's just not going to wow you. But in yeah. Shanahan's offense, that he doesn't care about that. And and yeah. maybe that's his problem. And I don't know. That's why I would pick Fields, especially if you still have Jimmy G there mm-hmm. um, for maybe a year, and, and let Fields just continue to grow. Because I'm high on Fields. I think he's a really talented player, and he's a good kid. And he works hard, despite what people are saying. I, yeah, um, I don't know why. I don't know where that's coming from. He's like one of the hardest working dudes in college football. Uh, that, he transferred, so he's bad. Well, Get the fuck out of here. Well, that and that and he was almost. I mean, like think about the leadership like he showed in getting football back, like in the Big yeah. Ten. I mean, the Big Ten was a disaster yeah, last year. Total. And, it would have been you know, done if he, it weren't for him. And and look, I'm an yeah, Ohio State guy. Yeah, Everybody so. knows I'm a homer on this show for Ohio State. Um, yeah, I, he literally put the Big Ten on his shoulders. Him and Trevor Lawrence. But what uh, was he supposed to do to sit at the ball? Was to, he supposed to sit at Georgia and just let Jake Fromm start for the half of his? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he should have left and it worked out. And, and by the way, same with Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow was exactly. at Ohio State. Yeah. There was a bunch of great quarterbacks in that room. Yeah. When he was going to have his shot, he was hurt. They inserted Haskins. Haskins went on to be Haskins. And look, congratulations to Joe Burrow and all that yeah. stuff. That's um, just all back to, to what you were saying to, about Burrow. To that to that point though. And, and another reason why I like Mac Jones is like, he could have transferred too. like, he was a, I think he was an elite 11 kid coming out. Yeah. So he was a top, you know, maybe five, four or five star kid coming out, obviously goes to Alabama. He's backs up Jalen hurts backs up Tua, and he could have transferred too. And so like, part of me, like I get it. And, and you just named it. I mean, Baker transferred Kyler. I mean, I feel like everybody transfers nowadays, yeah. but like, to me, there's something to be said about a kid who just sticks it out and says, hey, when my time comes, like, I'm going to ball and take advantage of that opportunity. And and think about yeah. it. One year, and, and he even balled last year when Tua got hurt. He came in and played really well, and he just balled out this year. Yeah. So, um, that's a good to point, me, though. that says a lot. You may only need one year in college football. To, yeah. like, I mean, to, Burrow, Burrow had one year. Yeah. Uh, Jones had one year. You know, I mean, that's, that's... Shoot, Cam Newton had one year I back mean, in the day. Lamar so, like, Jackson had you're still, one great year, you're right? You're still learning well, at least for three, three four years, attention. though. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. But, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah it's, I, I think that might be more like learning without the stress of winning at a big school might actually be worth something to some people. Right. It depends on the personality, I'm sure. Joe Burrow probably didn't want to sit around. I'm sure Justin Fields is a fucking competitor. He didn't want to sit around. No, neither of them. I mean, the the sad part is Georgia probably would have made it to the CFP if they had fucking started him over Jake Fromm. But let's move move past that shit for now. So you brought up up Burroughs and and Jamar Chase. Everybody 
Kuyper, fucking McShay, everybody on fucking CBS has the Bengals taking Jamar Chase instead of taking Panay Sewell. Yeah, what, what's your thoughts Dude. on that? Being a quarterback uh, and seeing the injury that he went through, do you want a superstar wide receiver like Dan is saying at four, or do you want offensive line help? I've heard rumors that Burrow has asked privately to the ownership for uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, what are they going to do there at, at, at that, uh, that slot? God, you know, that's a tough question. I, for I mean, looking back now, I take, I mean, Penny Sewell is a, is a monster. Yeah. Like he's a monster, man. And like, and I, I think people even have Rashawn Slater pe- pegged in even maybe before Sewell in some mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't follow all these, but like, to me, what I know, what I've been through, what I see, like you get a right tackle uh, or a left tackle uh, to back up your star quarterback for 12 years that's the play. I, I don't know what other pick that, I mean, I'm sure they have, uh, you know, a pick in the second round. Obviously they can trade up, but there's a, this is a pretty deep receiving core. Mm. Um, they got what they have Tyler Boyd. Who's a good player. They have some guys there. Yeah, T Higgins too uh, from Clemson. T, yeah. that T, and T Higgins balled last year. Yeah, like, yeah, T Higgins yeah. balled. Boyd, Boyd is good. Um, I, I take the tackle. I, I would take the, I would take the surefire pick, the tackle, let him start day one. Keep your quarterback upright because I don't care how many weapons you have on the outside. If you're if you're playing with your backup quarterback or he's out, it's not it does not matter. Trust me, yeah. I've seen it. You guys know as well as I do. You take that tackle, build around him. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the, you got a good, you got a good running back. Like like yeah. you got weapons there. You know, if, you got weapons there. Go get a receiver in the in the second round. I mean, there's a yeah. pretty deep class. It is. Yeah. If the Texans had done that, David car would probably still be in the nfl to be honest. let's be <laughs> exactly. real i think uh, deshaun watson might still maybe not hate playing there too for that matter yeah i mean yeah. i don't i don't know what their fucking problem is there i don't either Anyways. i don't either but uh okay so let's assume mac jones goes at three right falcons are at five um i am a, a kyle, kyle pitts man I, that's uh, i was just gonna say that so i i, I think uh, what I've heard is, you know, let's get the next Tony Gonzalez. Uh, this morning, though, they were saying uh, they were open to trading Julio Jones, which might have opened the door for Devonta Smith, which I wouldn't be mad at either. But uh, I'm not sure. I think I think Pitts at five brings you that Tony Gonzalez element back to the team. I hope the Falcons do that, but they usually do the dumb thing. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are their yeah, other I mean, options? Not, they, they, they shouldn't definitely not draft a quarterback right now. Matt, you've done a bunch of these podcasts. You know we got some sponsors to pay for this, this thing to be on the air. Shocking, Dan. Shocking. Still have sponsors here after well, all this madness. But it, 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 it's still going. First and foremost, KillCliffCBD.com. Um, man. I, I, it's too easy. This one, it's too easy. I was at my neighbor's house last night um, after I was, I was checking up on on mm-hmm. the, the workers and whatnot, and he came over very, very uh, Tyrone Bigham. Was like, y'all got any more of that Killcliff CBD? Yeah. <laughs> was he scratching his neck the whole time too? Yeah, and he goes, dude. I, it got to the point where I had to hide it from from my kids. He's got kids in high school, and they were using it after like track practice and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, it's it's the best. And he was like, dude, they were gone immediately because i gave him a case and he was like i'm like well when i come back i'll get you some more in the meantime you can get yours now go to killcliffcbd.com 25 milligrams of cbd in every single can there is no thc in these so you will not piss hot on a drug test if you are out there if you got aches pains uh, or you just need to to get some sleep um i i drink a can before i go to bed uh, at nights i'm a gigantic fan of this company and and obviously so is joe rogan who has his own flavor there, the Flamin' Joe. Uh, mine's, uh, look, mine's the grape 
the grape one. I wish they would name it after me, but I guess I'm not cool enough. Joe Rogan is, though. Uh, he's got the pineapple and habanero. And then um, there's uh, the orange kush, the OG of it all, the strawberry. Uh, and then, obviously, the grape is, is my jam, personally. Go to KillCliffCBD.com today. 20% off with the promo code Bros and free shipping. That is a big deal as far as shipping cans goes. We know that's, uh, you know, getting into the seltzer space. Uh, we got to get into those shipping costs. And mm-hmm. If you can get free shipping out of this shit, do it. KillCliffCBD.com, promo code Bros. 20% off and free shipping. Next up, we've got MyBookie.com. Let's go. Let's go, people. Two of the biggest gambling days of the year, the Kentucky Derby and the NFL Draft. I'm all in Thursday. The only thing I'm unsure of, Dan, is that third pick, man. Yeah, I, we'll see. I mean, that's gonna, there's going to be a lot of money leveraged on that one pick right there, to be honest. And I think the Trey Lance pick two further down between six and eight, which, which is where I think it will go, or six and nine maybe, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of money exchanged over that fucking pick as well. Yeah, so sign up today at MyBoogie.com, promo code Bros. That'll get you your first deposit matched up to $1,000. So you put a grand in, congratulations. You wake up in the morning with two grand in. Use our promo code Bros to get a free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Now, Dan and I will be live uh, from the Kentucky Derby making our picks in the morning on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So that way, wherever you're going, wherever you're gambling on it, uh, you know, you got your phone on you. You just go to mybookie.com, type it in, type in those winners, boys. I like to sprinkle. I'm, I'm, I go fake Dan at the Derby all the time. Well, the Derby, that's the only real way you can do it, right? No, because the odds are pretty good on everything else where, you know. Some of the top horses are like 10 to 1 to 15 to 1. Like, hmm. And that, that's still fine, right? But I like to go a lot on those like 40 to 1 horses. Because when it comes through, it comes through. You and I were uh, together, I believe, last year. What was it? San Antonio? Yeah. Well, yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fucking, uh, that, that we were at their track, um, and we had bet on it, and that horse was like 50 to 1, that one. Essential quality is 2 to 1 favorite. Yes. Yeah. Right and, now. Uh, dude, I, and drew uh, number fourteen post, which is, nah, it's I don't not know bad. If that's going to make that big a deal. It's not. It's not bad. It's it's quite, kind of in the middle. I think there's seventeen horses in this race. Yeah, eh, it's not bad as long as he's not like seven or eight. So mm. he'll, he'll be fine. The problem is, the favorite rarely wins the Derby. Uh, very rarely, yeah. So uh, you know, it's usually somewhere between two through four. That's I think that's typically where the winner comes from, if I'm not mistaken. And then obviously every now and again, there's some weird shit that happens. But yeah, the the. Vegas knows what it's doing. Oh, yeah, Very yeah. rarely does it give out sweetheart uh, odds on something that is even a possibility, right? But things that aren't possibilities happen all the time. Because they're animals, Dan. Yeah. That's why. Well, of course, they should be, too. But that kind of gives you some intel. With a field this large, and you're betting uh, for basically for four different things, right? Mm-hmm. To, to one through three or to just place in general. Yep. Or to make the top three in general, right? So... You have three possible bets you can make on a massive field, or four possible bets you can make on a massive field. That's a lot of different bets going on. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know how they manage all that shit. Uh, look, they, they, they do in mybookie.com, promo code Drinking Bros. Yeah. Uh, we'll double your deposit up to a grand. But, like, look, I, me personally, like, I'll go, I'll sprinkle on some of the underdogs, mm-hmm. uh, some of the really high odds, and then I'll go heavy on, on the, you know, the two or three that I believe in. And then I, I, lo- I love to bet trifectas. Um, and all that stuff. And then I'll throw some money on, you know, a bunch of long shots just to place where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, great. If that horse comes in, that's a, that's a decent chunk of change as well. So I, I'm amped. I, fuck, I think I've gone 
somewhere, like some racetrack, whatever. I mean, we're going to the Derby this year, but I've been a couple times in the past. I've gone somewhere to bet on it wherever. Now with my bookie, I didn't have to. I was able to bet on my phone, so that was great. Because, I mean, trying to fucking jam into these tracks and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Remember that San Antonio track? What a shithole that yeah, was. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, we felt like degenerates there. Um, so, dude, don't do that. Just go to mybookie.com. You're good. Uh, promo code Drinking Bros on that. And then the NFL draft, of course. Uh, look for some value picks. Look for that Trey Lance pick. Look for uh, that Mac Jones and Justin Fields pick in there because you can win some money on that. And then that fucking Cincinnati pick, too. With Is it going to be it's gonna Sewell be- or is it going to be Jamar Chase? A lot of people last night said Jamar Chase, so I don't yeah. know. I don't All know. Right. It seems like it's going to be Jamar Chase. <sighs> That'd be fucking nuts. Yeah. Nuts, dude. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll be live with you uh, Thursday nights uh, for the NFL draft, so you can bet with us on that. I'll literally have my phone on me um, to do it, and, uh, and you can see our bets live uh, on, in real time. Last but not least is ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 30% off everything in the entire store. I want to focus on those sheets today. Um, God damn it. You don't realize how great a good, like a, a, a nice pair of sheets is until you don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm on day 13 in this fucking hotel room, and uh, it sucks. Fucking the, sucks, The pillows man. and sheets are the worst things about traveling. Yes. The two worst things. I don't care. Like, the airport sucks. All the mass stuff sucks, and blah, blah, blah. Security sucks. Yeah. Having to get Uber sucks. But you know what sucks worse than that is not being able to fucking sleep at night because <laughs> I have these pillows that are made. It's like a garbage bag full of fucking cold mayonnaise or something. Yeah. It's disgusting. It sucks. Or they're hard as fuck, and the sheets are rough. Yeah. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. To get the 30% off, and the, the adjustable base is amazing. It says 40% off. So, uh, look, you can couple all those deals together and, and do the 36-month pay-as-you-go program, and that'll, that'll knock a new bedroom set down to, like, 35 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Uh, try it out. Thank you, Matt. Right. I, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I think it, the thing about this draft is, like, there, there's, like, 10 to, like, 15, like, great players like mm-hmm. oh yeah you know you, if you go like great players like parsons certain like all these corners a couple tackles all these receivers all five quarterbacks i mean so like you really can't you think you can't miss and at least especially in the top 10 like kyle pitts to me is he is a, as rare as they come at that position yep um and to add him because because like you may you may not like matt i like matt ryan you know obviously he probably you know, gives you up and down games, but like he's still good enough to play and, and throw and he can sling it. Maybe you get a quarterback in the second or third round, but like you put with Julio and you put Ridley and you put Pitts in that offense, like, like, I mean, Pitts is unbelievable. Yeah, like yeah. I, I never, I, I, he runs a four, four at what? two forty, two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> and you talk about the matchups. I mean, you look at how Travis Kelsey has changed the game. You look at um, Kittle, Kittle, yeah. Kittle, Kittle's great. Kittle's offense is a little different. Kelsey, you know, with, with the chiefs and their offense. Um, but you look how they're changing the game. Those big tight ends who could run. Um, I mean, you're looking at Pitts is, is, you know, 90 catch 1500 yard guy every year and a complete matchup nightmare. I, I just, he's a can't miss prospect. So whoever takes him is getting a day one pro bowl player, um, right out the gate. I hope it's Atlanta. I, I think agree. That would yeah, I, I hope it's Atlanta as well. But if again, it's a generational player, you have to take I, it. I, you, I, have, I, you have I to, hope yeah. so. I hope so. Um, but then, uh, you know, look, that's our top five. I think most of us pretty much agree on that. If that is the top five, then what happens to Justin Fields and where does he go? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's there's a rumor that Denver I mean, wants to take him. Mm. Yeah, you oh, got no, Carolina, totally. you know, Carolina, Denver. Mm. Um, you got to think New England's going to, I mean, New England, what, they picked 15th, I think. So that's a little deep. I don't know. Um, you know, some people have Mac Jones going there. If Mac Jones doesn't go three, um, I, you know, like, like the funny thing is, is this draft, like, shoot, Niners might take fields. Who knows? Maybe yeah. this is all smoke and mirrors. I, I don't know. Like, I, my, 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 my source and people I know there think, you know, that like Shanahan's in love with the guy, just loves Mac Jones. So, but you never know. So, um, it, once those like, and Trey Lance is the other wild card too, because yeah. he's, uber talented but gosh like there's not a lot of tape obviously playing against the competition he did i don't think he's he's ready to go in day one but where does he end up well, so how long did um, roethlisberger sit before he took over it was like what he like was a, a rookie game. right yeah. yeah it was like yeah yeah, yeah he started. Yeah, he came out of oh, miami ohio yeah yeah so it's happened before i guess but it's not oh common. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not common it's not common and, and, how, and then in trey lance's situation they pushed because of covid so yeah. he, he sat out this year um i Boy, playing at North Dakota he threw, State. He threw 300, I think, what, 318 passes in college. I mean, you know, I mean, we, I mean, gosh, nowadays these kids throw 400 times yeah. a year, 350 times a year, and they're, you know, a couple years start. I mean, Burrow, but Burrow threw the ball 400 times um, and obviously played at Ohio State and played at LSU, did it against the best conference in the, in the country. So with Trey Lance, and I don't like, like, oh, he's not going to be able to do it because for sure he can play at the next level because he's that talented, mm-hmm. but – He's going to, you know, he, he's a guy that's going to take a couple years to sit. So it'll be interesting to see. Look, I, I just, I, I, these teams fall in love with a guy and that's their guy and, and they'll stick by it. And the Niners is, is the one that's going to get the ball rolling because it might be as simple as Mac Jones. There's no real mystery behind it. But then after that, it's like, okay, where do, where do some of these kids fall? Because not every, you know, there's three or four teams that might draft a quarterback in the top 15 after that. So uh, but it's fun, man. It's going to be, it's going to be a really exciting draft. The, the more I've been invested, obviously covering college football, it's always exciting for me. Just a big day for all these kids mm-hmm. and I'm wherever they go, to man, do it in it's just a and everything too, dream come true. I, yeah, I feel bad for those kids that got drafted last year because they didn't get the hug. Right now. Well, I, nobody, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to hug Roger Goodell, but no. they didn't get the full experience and it's always going to be remembered as that bullshit. It's like the Oscars last night. This is always going to be remembered as this eyesore on an otherwise pretty fun event. Right. At any rate, uh, I have more questions. Green Bay, after the year that Aaron Rodgers had last year, <laughs> 48 touchdowns and five picks. Yeah. Are they going to get him a fucking receiver? Because they better. Kuiper's got, well, got him taking a fucking linebacker, I think. Oh God! All they needed was one more receiver last year, and you know they could have had they could have Justin Jefferson. Is, I mean, he's just he just let him go to Jeopardy. Oh no! Was I'm that sorry. not the, Was that not was that not the greatest like like fuck you? I love Rodgers. Yes. Like that was the greatest fu season ever. to an organization yep. ever. Like because he's like you guys just drafted a dude in the first round, and no and no disrespect to Jordan Love, but like I'm literally still one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. And I just came out and just basically shit on you, <laughs> which I, I like. He was like, that was the best year. Like, that was the best I've ever seen him play. And was that their I mean, play? He's an MVP. Was that their play then? Uh, Were they just trying to piss him off? Yeah, because that's <laughs> what that's what Dan said on draft. Night. I did say that. I was like, I think they're trying. Dude, to I don't him. like. But you don't have to do that to Aaron Rodgers. I, I was weapons. gonna say you don't have to do that to him, and like to draft like a quarterback in the first round, especially like. That basically means, okay, this is our dude for the future. Yeah. We're not sure what's going to happen with Aaron's contract. It's not like he was playing bad. So, like, 
like I could see like second, third round. Okay. But like a first, like, I don't know. And, and again, end of the first round, but it just has that first round connotation, like first round draft pick yeah. quarterback. Oh <laughs> shit. You know? So like, and, and maybe, maybe like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know the situation. Well, no, maybe they were trying to light a fire on him, but like, he doesn't need a, a, a fire lit. No, he needs that, a receiver. That dude's, <laughs> that, dude's, that, dude's, that dude's one of the best to ever do it, man. Yeah. And and he's not slowing down anytime. So, yeah, they need they need another weapon. I mean, because they have weapons. I mean, signing Aaron Jones back was great mm-hmm. for them. Yep. Uh, Devontae's obviously a beast. Their tight end balled last year. He'll be better. Yep. So, like, yeah, they need another guy. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, I, I was mistaken. Who knows? Uh, Kuiper was, actually was, has him taking uh, Rashad Bateman, which I think would be good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a good player. He's a good player. And, you know, for you um, on draft nights, when you were going through the process, because, you know, a lot of people said if you came out the year before, you would have went one. Well, you won Um, the Heisman Trophy in 04. Yeah. And and it's, uh, you know, then you kind of had to sit there and and wait to see where you went on your draft night. Are you going by the cities of like, all right, what's the coolest city that I would (laughs) rather live in? That's what I picture is going on in players' minds as the numbers start to roll by. Is that what you're doing? Saying, all right, well, shit. Uh, yeah, Miami would be great to, to live there. Yeah, or do you give any thought to the style of football that you play and have played under Carroll and look at a right, right. system in the NFL? Either one well, for, first, my my computer's at three percent. My charger's downstairs, so uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this fast. Yeah, Sorry, okay. I just don't yeah, want yeah, my, yeah, my, no, my no, I don't want my computer to die, and you guys think I bailed. So, uh, <laughs> but that's a good question. So, um, like draft it. So for me, so my personal experience, um. Uh, Mario went one, Reggie went two. There were a few teams for me that I thought I would go to, right? Saints at two mm-hmm. really liked me. I think they just signed Drew Brees. He was coming off the shoulder, um, all of those things. Um, but his future, which is crazy because he's one of the best to ever play. Mm-hmm. But um, And then Tennessee at three, which we all know they took Vince Young, mm-hmm. but it was Norm Chow, my, my former coach, Jeff Fisher, uh, who was a USC guy. New York at four was a possibility. Oakland at seven was a possibility. Then after that, I had no clue zero clue so um when i'm sitting there like at two like mario williams at one i knew reggie was going to go two mm-hmm. i just found out recently how close new orleans was actually going to was going to draft me at two if reggie went one and a lot of people thought reggie was going to go one um norm chow the night before the draft called me and said we're taking vince young um I tried, I tried, but the owner wants Vince Young. So I knew before the draft I wasn't going there. No one else knew that, obviously, but I knew I wasn't going there. Mm. Four was the wild card because there were Jets because they they flew me out. Or no, they came, they privately worked me out. I had dinner. It was Schottenheimer, Mangini, Mike Tannenbaum. <clears throat> we had dinner in L.A., private workout. I had a great workout with them. Um, and uh, they took Debrickashaw uh, De Ferguson, the tackle, uh, who ended up being a Pro Bowl player for a long time. Um, and after that, I was thinking like, shit, like, okay, Oakland at seven. I met with Al Davis up in Oakland. He said, well, if you're there at seven, which I don't think you'll be, gosh, I don't know how we passed you up. Like they used to call me, uh, Kenny, uh, the snake after Kenny Stabler back in Oakland, who was a lefty, like, this is my nickname in college. And so like, and I, I grew up a Raider fan when they were in LA. So like, I was like, dude, the Raiders would be awesome. So they didn't draft me after that guys like i had no clue man where i was going i never met with arizona um really i never nope never talked to denny green at that point um i met with there i met with the quarterback coach briefly at the combine where you do like you do real like you, you're sitting in a, in, a, in one of the bedrooms in the hotel and they make it into this thing and that's where they grill you for about 20 minutes 
But then you also do like this round table thing out in like the courtyard where you just kind of, it's like speed dating, you kind of go from table to table and you, you might meet with five teams. You might meet with 20 teams and you get like five minutes. I met with our quarterback coach at the time for five minutes and that was it. So, um, so, so all of that being said, your point is, yeah, like system and you, you hope you go to a place like, uh, shit, I don't want to play in green. I don't want to go to cold weather. Um, or that market's terrible like this or that, but um, I went to Arizona, which didn't work out for me there, but like, God, I was, I had just had a baby at the time. I was close to my kid. It was an end. It was, we had just built the stadium. So it was indoor. So no, no weather issues. Um, you know, so you do think about those things as a quarterback, the division at the time, like Arizona, we weren't very good at the time, but like, like, you know, we were, we ended up going to the Super Bowl, went to the playoffs, you know, under Kurt Warner, but like that division was up for grabs. So um it was uh like like you do think about that i think but i like obviously looking back man you're just grateful to be drafted and you go to a place that really wants you especially when you're getting picked that high like they're investing a lot of money in you to be the guy so right. uh but yeah dra- draft day stories are nuts man like they're they're there you sit there and i felt i fell to 10 and i felt and i was the last person in the green room so i felt like i was there for 10 hours you know aaron Rodgers fell to what 23 20, brady yeah. quinn my boy fell to like 23 22 i'll tell you what man that is a that is a long day if you fall and because that was only when they were inviting like five guys so man well the good thing about anyway, you you guys. got to play for the cardinals the texans the raiders the bills so you got to make up and go to all the other cities um you play matt you play until it dies you leave it all in the field here today dude it's hey i'm one percent if, man if so you're at one percent i got cut out i got one more I'll question say, one more question okay, for you I'll, I'll say thanks for having me though oh, yeah, of course sorry, of go course ahead. uh because you've been great one more question who replaces urban meyer on that fox show have you guys named a replacement? Yeah, we got uh, we got big game Bob Stoops, baby. Mm, no big way. Game Bob. Yeah, Damn. We, yeah. Has we, that been uh, announced yet, it, or did you just? <laughs> yeah, it, it was announced. Yeah, okay. No, I didn't break the news. <laughs> it, it was uh, it was announced um, uh, like a couple weeks ago, a month ago on Twitter. We did it. He had uh, done some stuff with us uh, when we do OU Texas and all that. Great dude, man. Like great dude. Um, we actually got something set up for our group out in LA in a couple weeks do the whole, you know, the whole marketing campaign and all that Sweet. kind of stuff. But um happy to get him, man. He's a, he's a great guy. He'll be great on TV. Um, obviously one of the best coaches ever in college football. So we're fired up to have. Perfect. Well, Hey, thank you for being here. Uh, we'll reach out to you. We'll probably see it at that Ohio sure. State Oregon game uh, coming up the first or second. Hit, week. Yeah. Hit, hit me up. You guys come by, come by the show and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. We would love to. Thank you for being here. Matt Leinart left it all on the field today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, man. guys. Take care. Th- thank See you. you. Buddy. See ya. Great guy. Yeah, that was what awesome. a great guy. Yeah. What a great guest. Um, he was awesome, man. So knows I, a lot of stuff. He's been around uh, the the amateur and pro uh, uh, area of football for what twenty years now. So that's a lot of that's a lot of good intel. Oh yeah, yeah, information. Yeah. yeah, it's good to see people like. That. I mean, look, Urban was I guess kind of the same. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a whole lot of pro experience, but he's been around the game for a long time. Stoops has been around for a long time. I feel like uh, a lot of these uh, college announcers on other networks mm-hmm. than his are dudes that just kind of played back in the day. Yeah. And then got into. Yeah. His squad so. is uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Reggie Bush himself. And now, you know, Bob Stoops is, is, is going to yeah. join that. They do that Fox morning show at 11 a.m. If he was able to stay one more time, I would, I would have said stop putting Ohio State at those fucking noon games because <laughs> that's where their ratings. Yeah. They always cash in on the ratings. When he was talking I, about that I, earlier I with, with seeing. That's a Big that. Ten thing. Big he, Ten, he, the Big Ten just fucking loves 11 a.m. No, no, no. They hate it. Uh, and uh, all, all the players hate it. But uh, well, the TV contract. 
the ratings do. Yeah. 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 And so when he was saying, I've seen Justin Fields play a lot, mm. it's true. They always would slot them in there because the ratings would be massive in the middle of the afternoon. And then, yeah. then they could get a, a night game and go yard on it. Um, Again, we're doing a live draft show Thursday night uh, from the studio here. Uh, what are your thoughts on this this first round, Dan? I think it's what I th- there's a couple of picks that are really interesting to me. Um, Same, and I, I want to hear who who your your favorites are going in uh, because that night, like he said, I think it's going to be crazy. Three is going to make the difference for the rest of the draft. If it's Mac Jones, I don't know where Fields or Lance ends up. Yeah. Like for real, because I do think. The Falcons, if they pass up on Kyle Pitts at five, we the dumbest shit on the planet. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see. I to be honest, I kind of get a f- the feeling that the Falcons are going to take Fields or something like that, just because they're, <laughs> just because they're stupid. I mean, well, I, we just don't need him yet. Matt Ryan is fucking thirty five years he, old, but yeah, he restructured no, his contract, no so he's yeah. not old. He's not old enough for them to be spending a fucking lottery pick Correct. on a quarterback. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. at at worst the kid's going to sit on the bench for three years. And that's not going to happen with a lottery pick, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've created a situation where he's going to have, like the, the 29th pick or whatever it was for Green Bay, that's one thing, mm-hmm. right? But if you draft a guy third overall, or fourth overall, rather, you got to get the old quarterback out pretty soon. That's yeah. just how the economics of the game work now. Yeah. So why put that pressure on Ryan? It doesn't make any sense. And, and Pitts really is a, a once-in-a-generation yeah. talent at, at the tight end slot. So, And I also think the Bengals are going to take Jamar Chase, too. I think, <sighs> I think uh, Joe Burrow is running that team right now. It's not I, ideal. I get that feeling as well. Um, but but I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they have some other plan where they think there's some, some oh, oh, uh, tackles out in free agency they can get or by trade or some shit from future picks. I don't know. But well, people, the Chiefs just did it. Yeah, um, you know, did, yeah. so it is possible. It's kind of rare, though, for a team that has great tackles to trade them away. Because Correct. They're so, I mean, valuable. Yeah. And they, 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 and and they, they last play forever. For 10 to 12 yeah. years. Yeah, and yeah. So it's I don't, I don't know. The other one is the Dolphins seem to be uh, they're going to go after a skill position player. They're not trying to beef up their line at all mm-hmm. either. So I don't know what that means for two a long term. Right. Maybe. Uh, they have multiple first round picks, so they may be taking a, a tackle down the road. Right. Right. With their, I think, what is they, what do they have, like 22 or some shit? What is their other one? Uh, they have 900 picks in the next three years. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. Uh, 16. They have 16 as well, and they're going to take a guard or a tackle probably right there. So they, they have more flexibility than these other teams. The other one is, I fucking McShay is convinced that the Patriots are going to take Justin Fields. He's, oh, the he's, Patriots are the Patriots. That's yeah, he, he won't stop talking about it. Man, that's, and that's like, that's them trading up from fifteen to eleven, I think, or from the second round up to eleven. Mm. Um, the other one that's super interesting to me is, uh, like I said before, that Packers pick. Are they going to take uh, Kuyper's got them taking uh, the receiver from Minnesota? Uh, McShay's got them taking uh, Jamin Davis from Kentucky, inside linebacker. I, if you do that, I honestly don't know. I think. Rodgers might just retire and go do Jeopardy full-time yeah. at that point. Oh, Aaron, he has a, yeah. He's yeah. got a hippie girlfriend. He's got yeah. a fun second job. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, he literally, it's, he doesn't need it. I mean, anymore. honestly, that would, be he, such an, that would be such an insult to him. If oh, dude. That. And, and here's the other part of this is like, dude, I know what those TV contracts are. If he hosts Jeopardy, he's probably looking at about 18, 17 yeah. to 18 million a year forever. Well, I mean, he, that, is a, also, that is a lifetime he, gig at he, Jeopardy. So. He guarantees a new full generation of people start watching jeopardy yeah I, it's one right. of those games that just it, 
It will always be on. I don't, yeah. I don't ever see that ending. He, he would do that for probably 25 years, to yes. be honest. And, and he would make, 18 million times 25 years? Yeah. Well, it'd be like, more than 18 million. Not well, even, uh, but as it escalated. But let's just say that was the minimum. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm, also, I'm also convinced that Shailene Woodley could easily talk him out of football. I think, yes. I don't know. Like I, mean, I kind of think she'll just be like, it's just so violent. Oh, just is she sports or is she a hippie? Oh my god, she to the nth like she makes Jerry Garcia look yeah, like a fucking yeah. pile of dicks. Um, I mean, it's it's yes, yeah, she's a super fucking yeah. Hippie. She's not like she's not like oh fucking Hollywood liberal. She's like she would live in a fucking tree. If well, she it, she has that option. She yeah. does, and yeah. she's not doing it. She's living in a mansion. <laughs> so let's just relax on how much of a hippie she is. She's a convenient fucking goop hippie. She's not a real one. Uh, friend, a friend of the show dated her, and uh, who was a guest on the show, and we got the real scoop on her. So yeah, the uh, the hippiness is confirmed to like all the levels that you you think it is. Yeah, but there's a difference between hippie and rich hippie. She's right, rich yeah. hippie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big difference. She's no, not I, quite yeah. Lindsay Bluth. Like she's she's a little more committed to it than that. Right, right. Um, well, uh, breaking news here, uh, Sean Lee, the, the linebacker for the Cowboys, is retired. Um, yes, uh, that was a long career. He played, played 11 years. So, um, Yeah, I, I don't know where Fields ends up going. Uh, man, that's interesting to hear that Shanahan wants Mac Jones, though. Because, fuck, I just don't want Mac Jones. I, look, I saw him play in the national championship. Devonta Smith is one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen in person, mm. in real life. Whoever gets that guy is... Lucky, um, man. Uh, but but Mac Jones, I can't figure out if it was him or just his all star receivers. I mean, look, but that you can say something about Tua, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Where it's like, dude, they had Jerry Judy, they had Rugs, they had Devonta Smith, they had um, Devonta Smith's the one that caught that national championship winning pass. Yeah, dude. in the in their freshman season. I just uh, I don't know if either of them are that great, or if they just have they've had the best wide receivers of all time roll through there. Maybe. So we'll see. I mean, it was kind of the same for USC quarterbacks, right? They had a lot of success. But, I mean, Carson Palmer had great success in the NFL, too. Yeah. I think it was – I think they played in a pro system that allowed those guys to transition a little bit better, right? Yeah. Uh, but they did – they still had great – like Mike Williams and shit. They yeah, did, they, but, they, I, you know – But not like Alabama's string. When he was playing – I don't know, I don't know no. if I've ever seen a string of, like – Two tier one receivers on the same team. Oh, dude! Ever like we have in Alabama? Nasty. I mean, last, dude, like, Calvin Ridley. Years. Yeah, it's been um, like what five or six, four or five years, four or five years. Dude, even now. Julio Jones was an Alabama guy. They had two um, number one. Yeah, like they had two first round wide receiver picks on each one of those teams. Basically, yeah, yeah. that's pretty weird. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Uh, when Linehart was playing, uh, he had the best running back tandem there was. Uh, it was fucking Lendell White and Reggie Bush. Yeah. I mean, those guys were fucking animals out yeah. there. Uh, what about you, Bob? Who are you looking forward to in this draft? I mostly the the Mac Jones Justin Justin Fields drama. Yeah. To be honest, I dude, I like Mac Jones. Like, I mean, you can't just you can't just like because he's your identical it. twin brother. Yes, uh, dude. I mean, that body. Come on, that's a hot <laughs> bod. Uh, no, like you can't just like brush away those stats. Like, I mean, if you're going to blow Joe Burrow and then two years later mm-hmm. or a yeah. year later or whatever, be like, uh, true. Yeah, Burrow had a great season, but. He also, well, he had the greatest season first, right. but still. And then Mac Jones, I mean, look, and to me, I'll say this. Joe Burrow uh, broke Drew Locke of Missouri's touchdown record. Mm. And why watch both of them? And at no point was I like, they are the same. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And then Mac Jones was putting up Burrow-esque numbers in a lot of other categories, and his touchdowns were still there too. Yeah. That seemed more similar to me than someone just playing in a hyped up system. 
I mean, granted, like you're playing against when you're Alabama, you spend most most weeks playing against well, that's, like a that's, high school team. Yeah, keep in mind, like he said before, not that you can compare anybody to Brady, and he, but he's not the first one. Brady came into the league at fucking 21 with a dad bod, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and became one of the hardest working people of all time, and then the best quarterback of all time, right? Yeah. So it could certainly happen. There doesn't seem to be a question about Mac Jones' competitiveness. Right. Right. It just depends on what track they put him on, I suppose. Like if, if he gets in the league and his first mentors become fucking gym rats and shit like right. that, that's probably a good thing for him. Well, I mean, you know, the worst case scenario I was saying before this is not that he has to be a fucking homunculoid bodybuilder or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if that if like, honestly, there's in shape, out of shape people. It works for them. If yes. you could get Eli Manning's career out of a number, th- the number three pick, you take it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Two championships? Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even if even if even if it's you don't get the championships, you just get the numbers. You take yeah. that at number 3 every time. You give me two titles. I put them on the fucking Falcons. He wears goddamn jersey every day. ESPN, right. would ESPN did a really good analysis uh of all the trades that happened trading up for quarterbacks and how um there have been 15 times in NFL history where somebody's traded up to number one, I think, or something into the first five picks or something like that to take a quarterback. And none of those 15 times has it ever worked out. Right. Like it's they, you never get your trade value back ever. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, one uh, of, but well, part of that though, is that I remember one of them was, uh, the Redskins trading with the then St. Louis Rams. Right. Yeah. And then, the fuck, yeah. but then they let him run out there with a, like, broken knee <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a to, shredded to do knee. a fucking uh, uh to jump what was it uh goal line uh yeah uh, quarterback sneak yeah with yeah. his knee fucked up like all right cool man. yeah like it i don't know if that one counts because like they drafted him and then murdered him it counts because that's <laughs> it's stupid on but it just shows the incompetence of organization people anytime anybody trades up for a quarterback it always uh so basically what espn did was they ranked the opposing players' success, like whomever the other team got in the draft or what they could have gotten with that pick right there, right? So none of it, it's never, ever worked out. Yeah. And I can't imagine it would, right? Why would it work out? And then speaking of which, uh, CBS is reporting that uh, the Bears uh, could trade up to capitalize on Justin Fields' fall. So uh, mm. they obviously think that Mac Jones is going – um, for uh, well, I'm sure there's a lot for of the people. number three pick as well. I'm sure there's a lot of people waiting to see what San Francisco is going to do because both of those guys, right? Fields. I mean, there's a lot of dudes right there that are Trey Lance is up there too. Somebody might yeah. trade for him. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a pretty exciting draft night, to be honest. I I, I can't wait, man. Um, because there's so many superstars. It's Thursday night at Thursday night, yes, and we're going to go like uh, live. Uh, Tansy is actually going to be with uh, Jesse in Wilmington. They're going to mm-hmm. do a cook-off, so we'll be going live with that pregame, uh, and then we'll be going live with that as well. And then I got an email from Podbean, uh, Giorgio, that um, they said that we have the ability to go live on audio off of Podbean, so mm-hmm. if that's a possibility, Interesting. we'll give it a shot and, uh, and give it a go and, uh, and, and see what we can do there. Uh, Fake Dan, who do you have? Uh, is your biggest surprise of the draft going into Thursday night? I had to look at my big board here, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, Mac Jones probably goes before Justin Fields, but I like Fields better. Yeah, uh, for the long haul? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Devonta Smith kind of slides a little bit to the point where the Eagles might be able to get him at about, I want to say, 12. You know, if, if he does, he actually reminds me a lot of uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, and I think well, it, he's tiny. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, and he's fast. Um, great hands. Sneaky Deshaun Jackson fast, was John, Deshaun Jackson was fucking good, dude. 
When he was healthy, he was The only reason the Eagles got rid of him, Chip Kelly got rid of him, is because he made up that bullshit excuse that he was on he was a part of the bloods or something oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 that was a fun thing remember yeah, that, was that fun yeah, yeah it was a good time chip kelly got rid of like all of our best players <laughs> <laughs> built you a championship roster yeah he did yeah yeah he did you're welcome for that you're welcome for that but yeah there's there's a lot of superstars in this draft uh jalen waddles uh you know shit that's I would the other love, wide receiver by the way i would love to see the chargers get somebody for herbert get some herbert get, get another get another nice little weapon for Maybe. According plain, to plain uh, Justin Herbert, most of the mocks here, they got a they got them drafting an offensive line. Uh, some people have them trading up for uh, Bears trading up for Fields. This one's got Devonta Smith going at pick fifteen. Uh, there's no fucking to the way. Lions. Not one goddamn prayer. Which puke? Fucking puke. yeah. This gross. Is there's no way that happens. The Lions are seven. CBS is garbage. Not a chance that's happening. CBS is fucking garbage. Town USA, and I refuse to to read any more of this. I'll be nonsense. real too. I think uh, I'm. I'm out on the Eagles. Oh, you're not going to be a fan anymore. No, I'll check in every now and then, but I don't need to spend too much time with the Eagles. It'll be. It could be Jalen Hurts throwing to Devonta Smith again. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> My, our coach is playing rock paper scissors to decide whether or not he's going to draft a guy, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand it. Look, and if the Falcons don't take uh, Kyle Pitts and and they end up going with Fields, I would lose my mind. Not because I, I don't like Justin Fields, obviously, but. Uh, that is a once-in-a-generational tight end. You take him, he will play for 20 years and beat the next Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah, as yeah, long no, as he stays he's, healthy. He's probably can't miss. Uh, but, yeah, Eagles uh, fired the only coach that has ever won a Super Bowl, and uh, we got rid of the guy who forced our coach out. Yeah. We traded him. Yeah. So get rid of both guys. Yeah, why not? Things are on the up and up for the Eagles. So No, uh, they're, they're not. 4-12 I mean, season. Yeah. yeah. The Eagles are – they're what fucking four to six years away from being competitive, and on a regular basis again, probably about two more coaches away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, I mean, yeah. somebody's got to make a fucking decision at some point to start treating it like a fucking professional you know, football franchise. Yeah, they might, uh, they might uh, sneak in at eight and nine. The mm. NFC East is pretty dog shit. There's 17 games now. Sure. If that math didn't check yeah. out for you, we'll and see. The Cowboys we'll are see. still we'll the Cowboys. We'll I'm just gonna start pulling for players. <laughs> like I'm just gonna cheer for players. Fantasy got UCF guys. Yeah, no, fantasy. I, don't, I don't play fantasy. Fantasy's for. Uh, I don't do that. For what? Nerds. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's just Dungeons I, I, and Dragons for jocks. I watched you draft uh, college foot basketball teams. College basketball teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, yeah, in yeah. a Dungeons and Dragons style <laughs> format. <laughs> for well, this hours. Was, well, actual money was at stake. So Okay. Yeah. So every team, every team that you drafted, every win they got in the NCAA tournament, you get money. Yeah, well, with mybookie.com, promo code Drinking Bros will double your deposit. It, it's always possible that everything is for money. So Yeah, and if you just want to play Dungeons & Dragons, uh, go ahead and DM me. I've got a, I've got a game that I, I'm a dungeon master for every Thursday night. So. Are you serious? A bunch of die, yeah. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah, yeah you, you know, we've got a whole these, Zoom like, group, yeah. These 20-side dice that are around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are Giorgio's, yeah. There's a fucking huge Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I assume that, bunch was, of them. Yeah. that was like an OnlyFans grab bag situation for bizarre. you. <laughs> like you just rolled the 20-sided die and then stuff Whatever happened. number it was. Yeah. I don't combine my hobbies. Rate <laughs> <laughs> uh, and subscribe to the show. Rate it a five-star on iTunes. And, uh, and then obviously hammer the like button, subscribe, and then join us on Thursday nights for the NFL Draft. We will be going live with uh, uh, Tailgate Legends uh, beforehand. Uh, looks like we got a rematch between uh, Tansy and Jesse. And then uh, for our show, um, it's probably going to get super dark for me if, uh, if the Falcons don't take pits and yeah. buckle up at that point. Yep. Uh, but we get a massive week, and then you and I are off to the Derby 
uh, Friday morning. The Darby. The Darby. Um, had a hard time trying to find a, a live venue for the live show. Um, I don't know what their COVID sitch is in Louisville. Who the uh, fuck but knows? But we'll, we will meet up with you guys and post where we were meeting up in uh, Drinking Bros, uh, Kentucky, uh, which that is a subgroup. Um, I, we still have all the subgroups alive. And then yeah. Maine is back open, but it's under M-A-I-N. So yeah. join that as Get well. Uh, hop up. See where Mac Jones goes. Yeah. So your brother goes. Number three. I was actually, by the way, I was really bummed we didn't get to ask Leinert about his, uh, he mentioned social media. Like, thank God I got to go out before social media. Right. Yeah. He was really the first athlete to be kind of like busted on social media by, oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah, Deadspin. Yeah, yeah. It was a blog, mm, at the, yeah. but like, you know, but he was just beer bonging with hot chicks. Like, why wouldn't he be doing that? Leave him alone. No, slaying ass. Slaying ass. Uh, for Danthony to Anthony Holloway, hot Bob, fake Dan Giorgio, I am Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Sports. Good night, everyone.